0: Hey, everybody, this is April Woodard, and this is the Media Brew. Today we've got a special guest, controversial, in-your-face TV personality who never holds back. It's Roland Martin. Okay, so um, just so you understand what we're trying, trying to do, we want to talk to you about some, like, pop culture topics that are going on. Uh right, that's fine. Um, about, like, Bruno Mars and them saying he's a cultural, cultural appropriator.
1: appropriator.
2: The- yeah, I got you. Okay. That's fine.
0: Just go. All right, good. Uh, well, moving to uh, hashtag Walkout Wednesday. Of course, students have walked out in solidarity today and are expressing their opinions about gun violence. We want to get your take on it, uh, in addition to, you know, all the celebrities who have come out to support them and, and uh, tell them that, you know, enough is enough.
2: What is your take on it? Well, I love it. I mean, I, I love to see the level of student activism and um, them stepping up. Uh, and, and getting involved, I think. But it's very interesting that when people forget that everybody has a voice. Also, I think a lot of people also forget you look at the Civil Rights Movement uh, and the Black Freedom Movement. I mean, you had young folks uh, who were very much involved, kids who were in high school. Uh, when you think about Birmingham, um, uh, you know, those were elementary, middle, and high school students who were involved as well. And so students having a voice and if you're 16 years old today, you're going to be voting your first presidential election in 2020. Uh, and so I think to see this level of activism is great, it's wonderful, and I think uh, it is certainly going to serve as a massive wake-up call to a lot of elected officials uh, who have been, you know, sort of, uh, you know, uh, sort of blowing off, um, sort of blowing off uh, students. Now is going to be, uh, I better pay attention because the person who's a student today is going to be voter tomorrow.
1: Mm-hmm. So um, we know that they're doing all of this to um, promote change. So I know that Florida took their first step and raised the gun, um, the, um, age to buy guns to um, 21, and a lot of other states are thinking about doing the same thing. Um, Ava DuVernay spoke out, Shell Crow spoke out, and so did Sally Combe. But do you think that this is a violation of the um, Second Amendment? I know that the um, NRA tweeted out um, during their walkout that um, I'll control my own guns. Thank you. So what is your, your reaction to that?
2: Well, first of all, the NRA is opposed to any sort of um, you know you know they're opposed to they're opposed to any sort of gun regulation. I mean, let's just be clear. You know, they talk a good game, but, but they have no concern whatsoever uh, to having um, to having the kind of gun regulations. So they'll say on one hand, oh yeah, you know we. We support this, but the fact of the matter is they really, really don't, and so I think when, to have these students who are pushing the envelope who are trying to make it clear what they want, I think is great, and again that that's really what jumps out the fact that you're seeing this kind of pressure, uh, and I think it's going to be sustained because um you know look when, when, when you know they lost classmates, you know they had they had to witness. Uh, what took place, and so I think uh, that's the difference here between, between anything else we've seen before.
1: Yes. So, like, um, given the magnitude of this situation, I mean, some school administrators are saying that they are in favor of the walkouts; other are going to take um, disciplinary action. So, what are your words to the to the um, adults in the situation?
2: Well, first of all, I, I, this is where um, you know John Congressman John Lewis always talks about getting into good trouble. And I think this is where uh, those students need to learn how to defy administrators. Uh, and, And, look, there's precedent. I mean, if you go back to, again, the civil rights movement, there were black college presidents who were telling their students, if you dare get involved in the civil rights movement, we're going to expel you from the university. And many of them, that's actually happened to many of them. Many of them were on their way to graduating and did not get their degrees as a result. Because they defied the president, and so when you find something that is so important to you that you should be willing to defy um, in order uh, to do it, and so I, I you know, so these principals uh, and uh, school boards and folks who are saying that, well, you know, they're going to label them as truants and things along those lines, then your students will say, "Fine, I dare you," and so I certainly support those students in doing that, and then you know, I wish you had. And not only that, I mean, how can you have uh, educators teaching people about civil disobedience and about uh, the First Amendment then they get mad when students actually practice it?
0: Absolutely. Well, we'll wrap it up with uh, words from Bernice King that she tweeted this morning. And to the many students who stand to make a peaceful change in a country that is broken and tired, Of our ways, we must stand together. We remember what you taught us, referring to her mother and her father. All right, we want to transition now to cultural appropriation, uh, misappropriation. Um, And go ahead.
3: I was going to say, so I'm not sure if you're aware, but like last week or so, um, there was a kind of a debate going on on Twitter saying, or questioning whether or not Bruno Mars was a cultural appropriator. Um, Yes,
2: I'm aware. aware. First of all, that that debate has been going on uh, for the last several months, and so it got rekindled last week.
3: Mm-hmm. And so, one of the points that um, the girl in the video made was that black people or people in general prefer to hear, like, I guess, black music from a non black artist. So, I just kind of wanted to know, like, what your opinion on that is. Like, do you think uh, that he's
2: appropriate? Uh, that's, or? That's, I mean, look, that's, that's utter nonsense because the fact of the matter is, is, okay, so first of all, let's deal with this here. So, let's first define black music. Okay, that phrase comes out of. Jim Crow uh, era days, when when that when you had what's called race music, mm-hmm. uh, and then when you had black artists, what they would what they would do is they would um, they would release albums, and then there would be no pictures on it, uh, or they would uh, have white artists who would do remakes of songs done by by black groups, and so is so what we saw that. So like all this is this whining about Bruno Mars. I'm like, yo, get the hell over it. (laughs) This is not an artist who has not paid homage Mm -hmm. to others who came before him. See, that's different. I mean, if this was a guy who was disrespecting black artists, who was not giving them credit, okay, it makes sense. But that's not what he's done, you know. And so I, I just think I think it's silly. I think it's silly. And then people like, well, you know, it's unfair that Bruno Mars won an won a, won a album of the year Grammy and Prince and Michael Jackson didn't or something along those lines. Right. Okay, but guess what? Do you know how many other black artists have not gotten Grammys? Because that's also the problem with the Grammys.
4: Right.
2: You know, and so, so that does not negate the greatness of an artist. And so I, I, just, think, I just think this is one of those just, just silly arguments. It's just silly. Yeah. I mean, the bottom line is here. Black music, black people – I mean, have, look, you don't have country music without black people. Right? Country yeah. music is born out of blues. Uh, you, you, black folks, creators of jazz, when you talk about blues, when you talk about funk, when you talk about hip-hop. And so I'm just trying to understand, like, what the hell? I mean, I, I think, today, frankly, we got too many people today who are too caught up in this nonsense of, oh, my goodness, you shouldn't do that, and you shouldn't do that. I mean, give me a break. And last I checked, do they not see the black people who are in his band?
3: Right. Is
2: right. it as if, what, they're invisible? I know one of them, <laughs> Cortland Whalum. I just preach in his dad's church. I mean, he comes from one of the richest musical families in America. His uncle is Kirk Whalem, right. jazz artist, okay? Cameron's uh, his Cameron, brother Walmart. is Kenneth Whalum III who was the saxophonist for Maxwell. Right, right. His uncle is Peanut Whalem. So it's like, yo, seriously? I mean, I think, uh, it's just, to me, it's just silly. So guess what? I'm going to play Bruno Mars. And I'm going to (laughs) dance to Bruno Mars. And I don't give a damn what anybody black thinks.
0: Right, right. I agree. Yeah, we actually all agree with you uh, on that point. You know, there's, uh, there was a Saturday Night Live skit where they were doing all these social cues not to say the wrong words, and it really just kind of parallels to what's really going on in the world right now where people don't feel like they have an opportunity to speak with each other because, for fear of offending them. I think...
4: Careful.
2: Yeah, I, I think that some ...women... ...careful... ...or or rather, um, some men have a proclivity... ...careful...
0: Help me. Folks can't communicate with people who disagree with them. Uh, you know, Obama people can't communicate with Trump people. Everybody's just yelling all the time. And I know that that, that is somewhat of a culture uh, for talking heads on TV. But what is your thought? Are you able to reach across the aisle and talk to people who disagree with you? Are you finding there's that uh, tension, too, where you I know that you're never going to not express your opinion, Roland. But are, are you feeling that happening around you at all?
2: No, not me. I mean, I <laughs> not what the hell I want to say. You know, and, but but the other deal is, I'm not afraid to talk to, talk to anybody and about anything. No, the, right. the, the the problem is, I mean, here's the fundamental problem: we've got some weak people today. Mm. And like, for instance, I'm sick of I'm sick of the phrase "safe spaces." Mm. Wow. Now, what i now what I mean by that is, I I totally understand there being places where African Americans uh, can speak to issues where where, where they uh, don't have to apologize, don't have to— I mean, you can have real honest conversations. But the bottom line is, I don't need a safe space, Mm
4: -hmm.
2: okay? I don't. And so I I don't get it. Yeah, we are way too sensitive. And we got people who, frankly, don't want to have debates. What they want to do is they want to have affirmation parties,
4: Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) okay, so, so they don't want to be challenged, and then the problem now is you can't even challenge people. Like, oh my God, you're bullying me! No, your comment was a dumbass comment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. And so we have weak, we have weak people. We have yeah. people who don't know how to debate, who don't know how to rationalize, who don't know how to argue points, and so it, it then it just it, it devolves into oh, you know, I, I'm just so hurt, you know, even because of what you said. I'm like, yeah, but because your comment was idiotic, and so. People need, to, people need to learn how to. I mean, friction makes you better. Mm-hmm. Getting your butt beat in a debate actually should make you become a better debater.
4: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's
2: the problem that people don't want to deal with that. And so, yeah, I agree with how sensitive people are, and this whole deal of you know, oh my God, this comedian they made a joke that offended me. What the hell? They're right. comedians.
0: Yeah, right. yeah. You know, I, I now, know it's some
2: different. It's, mm-hmm. different. it's different. People are like, well, well, you disagree with Michael Richards. Yes, because Michael Richards left the comedic stage and began to attack a guy calling him the N-word. Mm-hmm. But I'm sorry. I don't, a com- to me, a comedian has license to joke about anything. Yeah. That's what they do. They're called <laughs> comedians. And so I don't get people who go to a comedy show and think they're listening to a political speech. That's not what it is. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, what about people on Twitter or on social media who decide to, you know, jump on um, pounce on everybody who may have said something a little awkward? So I can't remember her name, but at, at the uh, Oscars, you know, you had the woman that went up and he, she said, you know, there's four men and a woman and mentioned the woman's name and was really trying to bring highlight attention to the woman who was in that category but then there was an african american two african americans in that category or hispanic and an african-american everybody jumped all over her you know for that
2: uh and it's stupid because she was simply she named a woman and she's a woman okay? Right. yeah so guess yeah. what guess what and the same people complain okay guess what when Issa Rae said I'm, uh, I'm supporting all the black people. Right. All right. The black people are like, yeah, way to go, Issa. Well, you can't get mad at other. I mean, it's dumb. It's, I mean, it's again. What happens now? is First of all, with social media, right. we have people who it used to be where you just simply, you know, yell and scream on television. Now you actually do it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. And so that's what it is now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's one of those things where, where where you just have to just ignore how just some dumb folks are. I mean, I, I remember I remember when uh, a couple of years ago Jamie Foxx had an opening routine at the iHeart Radio Music Awards, and he cracked a joke on Caitlyn Jenner, and they were like, oh my God, that was just so wrong because his daughter was sitting in the audience. He's kind of like, okay, I'm a comedian, what the hell? And so it became like this thing, that's what he is. Mm-hmm. He's a comedian. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, people have, people are so sensitive because we got too many weak people. We have weak people who are so scared of anything these days. And it's just laughable to me. It's just, I'm mean, just sit there and go, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm like, I'm just, you give me, you know, it's like, can you d- learn how to, first of all, grow a thick skin. <laughs> grow a thick skin. Because if you walk around that sensitive, oh, my God, if, if, if the wind blows too hard, you're going to topple over.
0: Right. And And our kids are too sensitive, too. I mean, I just really think that, you know uh, we we don't want them to uh, you know erupt in the schools and I understand all that but at the same time not everybody should get a trophy when they decide to play on a little soccer team and their little kids well, they should get a trophy if just, they did just, something good
2: no but it's just it's just the that you do i mean look i mean i remember my niece was not 21 and she was 12 i made her cry and so so what happened was we were sitting here and uh we were, uh, we, were, we, were jo- we were joking as so i said something and so she said something back to me then i fired her back and she started crying and I said, see, this, this is why you get in trouble at school. I said, because what happens is you, I said, the problem is you don't know how to play the dozens. Mm-hmm. I said, you're weak. I said, you got too deep. <laughs> Once you use your two, you're done. You got to get I some said, more so, ammunition. I said, so then somebody hit you with four or five. Now you start crying. I said, do this here. Shut up and stop playing dozens with people. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. my wife and my, and my sister came in. Why are you making her cry? I said, I'm teaching her a lesson. Yeah. If you don't know how to play the dozens, shut up right don't play them right right or know, you y'all know. get mad at me all y'all want to mm-hmm. i said but i don't care if y'all get mad at me i said the bottom line is i'm teaching her a lesson if you don't have if you're not six or eight deep if you can't fire back quickly shut up i agree that's
4: good advice yeah, yeah that's, that's really good advice people, yeah
2: and people start crying and stuff right. and it's like learn you how to pl- and it's called the <laughs> learn how to play <laughs> them don't play them
0: right right all right so what's going on with you where, where are we gonna see you again i need to see you on TV are you working on a new show can you drop anything to us now let us know what's going on
2: well, I mean, I'm, I'm working on some stuff I mean i'm still in the contract with tv1 through august 31st okay uh we're gonna be uh live streaming um the stuff around the pick anniversary of the, uh, the king's assassination mm. uh that's the that's the only thing that's Playing right now. Okay. Um. But I don't have anything else. But again, you know, and then, uh, then we'll we'll see from that. But I, like I said, I'm, I'm working on stuff. It's a documentary stuff that I'm I got lined up and some other production stuff. So. I uh, can't wait to, uh, to unveil some of the things that, that I'm working on.
0: And we can't wait to see it. Thank you so much, Roland yes. Martin. Cool. Thank you, thank thank you so, much. so much.
2: All right, peace. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot.
3: So that wraps up our interview with um, Mr. Roland Martin. Um, I just want to thank him again for taking time out of his very, very busy schedule to sit down with us for 20 minutes to give us his um, opinions on things that are happening today. Um, I just wanted to reiterate uh, and say that I completely agree with everything that he said about Bruno Mars. Because I've had this debate before, and I feel like people are just taking it way out of proportion. And also, I also want to agree with him on what he said about pe- people being too sensitive. Because nowadays, I feel like you can't even have debates or speak your opinion without people getting offended or getting mad at you for having an opinion. So, like he said, if you can't dish it, or if you can't take it, don't dish it out. Um, yeah, so I guess that wraps, wraps it up for today. I'm, I'm Maya G. am Baby D. I'm Baby D. And I'm April Woodard, and always
0: follow us on social media at The Media Brew because we bring you your daily fix of everything that's brewing in pop culture from Hollywood to Gotham.